Salutations, citizens of Macaque City. You're listening to Radio Skyline, your place to keep pace with everything in town and beyond. Joining me in the studio is Myra. Hello, Myra. And today, we're going to talk about how we get around. Are you sick of the mundane method of driving your car from point A to point B? Well, what if I told you you could put your car on some kind of monorail and let it ferry you from one side of the country to the other? After which you'd still have to drive from point A to point B, and traffic leaving this theoretical monorail would be absolute murder. It's the Super Duper Looping Hoop! Brought to you by the same type of minds that named the Hubba Bubba Bubblegum. Brands like this sometimes die just due to the cost of recording commercials, but like Hubba Bubba Bubblegum, I think the Super Duper Hooping Loop can be said six times in 30 seconds without a retake. Not that we're gonna try, since you barely got through that take. No, no, let's not test ourselves. I'm sick of the name already, let's just move forward. And yet, we haven't even properly explained what it is. It's an embezzlement scheme, in a nutshell. Okay, we do have a guest who's going to talk to us about the super-duper looping hoop, but I'm going to lay this out there. I'm actually with Myra today. Uh, This is a situation where we have to disclose that the company that's designing the hoop, One Thing Enterprises, is sponsoring today's episode. Everything about this is stupid. I told Bob, the studio head, that we're going to look like such jackasses. Well, they told us that we could ask whatever we want and say whatever we want, but we're not allowed to directly question the veracity of anything the guest tells us. Long story short, the Super Duper Hooper Loop... Super Duper Looping Hoop. The Super Scam is a proposal to take billions of dollars from the city and the state to dig a massive underground tunnel from one end of Macaque to the other, and then set up a monorail freight system that carries cars through it. Somehow, cars are supposed to be locked safely into a bubble tram, the tunnel is then pressurized like a pneumatic tube, and you'll be hurtled down the rails at the speed of sound. If you survive, it'd be faster than using the highway... Also, if you ignore all other extraneous details. And here to explain how survival is even possible in the system, Morgan Donaldson joins us in the studio. Hello, Morgan. Well, hello. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Morgan, how exactly does a passenger survive the super-duper looping hoop? I'm glad you asked. You see, the only thing that makes high speeds dangerous is the G-forces. But the Herper Loop is designed to accelerate slowly enough to have a negligible amount of G-forces. It's as smooth and as non-noticeable as a baby's boredom. A baby's bottom is one of those things you primarily notice with a baby. It's it's one of its main concerns. Not that we're questioning the veracity of your statement. Like, a baby's bottom produces nothing but mess. But you mentioned the only thing dangerous about the high speeds is the G-forces. What about stopping? Well, that's the same, of course. A lot of laymen don't realize that stopping is just another type of G-force. The tram will slow down just as gentle as a baby's bottom. Right, coming to a... When I said stopping, I meant more like crashing in a horrible, life-ending accident. So, Because you got this pneumatic tube with no air in it. You're traveling the speed of sound, the tram derails, and then there's more trams coming up behind you. What happens to the whole system? That's an interesting hypothetical question, but it'll never happen because the tram's not designed to crash. Okay. Uh, that'd be pretty dumb if we planned it out to do that, right? What do we, uh, what are the rules, Hugh? I I can't... Uh, how, how about you tell us the safety features that make a crash impossible? Well, it's on rails, so I don't see it crashing into anything. You know, it's not like people drive the trams themselves, they shouldn't be able to crash. I'm stumped on how to approach this. Isn't there supposed to be, like, one moving tram per car? How how do you mean the trams can't crash? If they collide, they've crashed. Oh yeah, no. The trams can't crash because we're using cutting-edge, emergent AI technology to manage all that stuff, so they're just never gonna derail or crash or nothing. It's safe as a baby's boredom. Gosh, dang it, I I, I don't- Uh, You know what, Uh, Myra and I need a quick team huddle. Let's go to commercial.
One Thing Enterprises, a name associated with over a decade of excellence for that one good thing we did in the tech sector a little over a decade ago. Since then, our development crippling monopoly has earned us trillions of dollars of consumer trust. One Thing Enterprises is so confident in our consumer products that we've completely done away with our customer helpline. We just don't need it anymore. And the customers still never leave. Is it genius? Innovation? The fact that our business model circumvents a centuries-old regulation that protected people from analog forms of our predatory business? It honestly doesn't matter. One Thing Enterprises has found that the majority of our consumer base is still vastly ignorant about what we do or how it works. The glaring flaws of our business model will be discussed by future generations of economists. But for now, we're untouchable. And that's why the city of Macaque can trust us with its tax money for our upcoming infrastructure project. You won't find a single flaw in the plans, because we've hidden everything and disclosed nothing, like any expert company would. You will continue to live in blissful ignorance. Sweet, sweet ignorance. Doesn't that sound nice? Yes. Yes, it does. Close your eyes and release control of the wheel to One Thing Enterprises. Don't worry, we're in control. And we're back! Not to do your job for you, Mr. Huberger, but I was told we'd be going to traffic during your show. Wow, it is so thoughtful for you to help us, Morgan. No problem. I'm just happy to be on the radio. Would you like to maybe ask yourself some questions? Well, uh, well that's why we wrote down all the questions, right? I thought it was sudden, sudden, so you couldn't ask them? You're so right, Morgan. Let's go to Peyton with traffic. Hey, Peyton, how's it looking out there? Hello? Yes? Uh, okay. So you want to know how traffic is? I bet it's your typical congested city situation. Uh, yes? Um, don't be mad, but traffic is clear and super boring. Maybe call back in rush hour? Yes? Why would we be mad, Peyton? It sounds like real heck out there. It sure does! What? Oh, uh, you know, it just sounds like murder, Peyton, and we could totally use a super-duper looping hoop. Is, okay, is that a type of candy? Yes? Oh, uh, yeah. Now, a super-duper looping hoop would clear up all that traffic right away. That or filling in the budget on our roads. But where would the city find the money for that? Thanks, Peyton. We all feel really meaningful today. Okay. Y you guys too, I guess. So let's talk about the money, Morgan. How much exactly do you estimate the One Thing Enterprise's super-duper looping hoop is gonna cost? Uh, I know everyone's always really concerned about the costs, but that's the best part. Once you figure in all the savings, it'll cost you practically nothing. Wow! Nothing! The whole proposal is actually nothing? Is that amazing or what, Myra? Boy, you normally can't sell nothing unless you're part of some kind of cult. Well... The super-duper looping hoop may cost nothing, but it's certainly something. You know, it's interesting that the whole thing has to be underground. Sure, it makes sense, just like any kind of subway system. Oh, but those are designed to carry hundreds of passengers per car, which, as we all know, is not as convenient as driving your car into the subway train. You know, because of all the walking. Actually, why, why is this proposal not a pneumatic subway system? You mean a super-fast train system like a monorail? Well, those are just so expensive, Hugh. And the super loop pays for itself. I just want to, right, say that uh, it's not convenient to rent a taxi, right? With our system, you have your own car when you arrive at your destination. What happens if a taxi uses the super loop? Uh, well, then he's he's a very fast taxi using the super loop. He's a clever guy. I mean, well, like, uh, what if a guy rented a minivan and he just never unlocked his car from the tram and then he just ferried people around the loop on a regular schedule? Uh, yeah. Checking your notes there, Morgan? Well, uh, there's the... 
Uh, okay, it says the Super Loop is so expensive. I mean, sorry, so not expensive that carpooling is going to be expected. Well, like if you charge per car, wouldn't it make a lot more sense for consumers to just like strap a bus to the tram and then... Well, but then you'd have a big stupid like object that looks like a train, Hugh. Wouldn't you prefer... The, the Super Loop isn't designed to take vehicles as big as a bus, so... Okay, but would it take a minivan? Right? Like, maybe like a chain of minivans? All uh, right, the Super Loop does, it conveniently accepts any kind of standard passenger vehicle that a driver with any ordinary license could drive. Well, well let's, let's back up and let's talk about prices again. So, the cost estimate you gave to the city to dig this massive tunnel, like, there's no way that that could be delayed or develop cost overruns, right? Uh, well, we, we don't plan for it to, no. So there's no way at all for that to happen. No! The super duper looping hoop is gonna save the city so much money. In fact, it's gonna it's gonna make money because the tax revenue alone. Okay, I I have another safety question. Cause suppose there's a fire. There's no way there's gonna be a fire. What do you people not understand about this project being flawless and perfect? But for funsies, say there's a fire and then just so much smoke gets blown up everyone's asses. How will the super loop handle that? Because there won't be fires, and, and it can't crash, and it'll cost less than nothing, and the city should just give us the money and people should invest in this project. Well, there you are, Macaque City, and we can't challenge the veracity of that statement, so it's time for a commercial. Yo, this is Slick Sam, and you may remember me from the runner-up position at this year's Pumpkin Festival. It was a close vote, but I just couldn't beat Frank from Frank's Funkadelic Cars. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, cars aren't the only used material Frank is selling, and I think the city deserves better. That's why I'm getting into the car parts business. Is your car making a weird sound? Do you need a sweet spoiler to make your teenager's hatchback look fast even though it isn't? Well, look no further than Slick Sam's. Your one-stop shop to buy virtually any part for virtually any type of car, price is guaranteed to be lower than the competition. It is no story, ladies and gentlemen. But if it were, I would tell it better than Funkadelic Frank. And I'd also have a much better deal on pine freshers, replacement windshield wipers, gas caps, and anything else you can think of. Not only that, but I'll install it for free. And you have a part you think you can't change because the car company has a death grip on the software copyrights? Well, you didn't hear it from me, but I know a guy. And not only can he install that part, he can upgrade your computer box to put fancy lights in it. He did it for me, and now my computer looks like a space satellite. And of course, we still have all kinds of animals running around the shop and a ton of landscaping needs ready for sale. You can upgrade that truck bed and then fill it full of soil. I bought the next place over in the strip mall, so there's plenty of room for all this inventory, and that much more for the kids to find when they're playing and looking for lizards. I even bought a giant stuffed bear from the hunting shop, but it was going out of business, because what if I need a stuffed bear? Funkadelic Frank's got nothing on this. So come on down and improve your car, improve your yard, and find yourself a new family pet, all under the same roof. Slick Sam's! Open whenever I lost the keys and I never locked the doors. Slick Sam's, where else can you buy a tree and a tire at the same register? You know, he's just gonna have to order parts all the time. He's never gonna have what you need in stock. I mean, I don't know, you can't hardly go wrong with windshield wipers, right? So anyway, Hugh, I thought that you'd be the biggest embarrassment of this station. Yeah, yeah, me too, I hoped I would be. Doing a whole advertising for some smarmy tech company. Well, I gotta wonder who gets the advantage over who. Because one thing Enterprise's got an advertising slot, but you really think we're gonna vote that through? I mean, Don and Sabrina are probably investors in it, so why not? Well, 
I mean, yeah, maybe they're investors, but also anyone's going to see from miles away that the city's never going to be able to produce the money. Not even the most insane privatization scheme is going to cover the cost this thing needs to get off the ground. Plus, investors have to think it's worth money somehow. I thought there was a thing called short-selling. Well, you know, I guess the ultimate short sell would be to take a fat stack of cash for advertising on the radio station that you own, and then just run with the money. Either way, this has still been embarrassing for us, and I hate it. Agreed! And on that note, it's time to wrap things up. We hope you'll tune in again against your better judgment. Thanks for listening to Radio Skyline! Shoot for the skies!